Hey, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Topical Brainstorm. I'm Christian Larson, and I'm here with Garrett Fox. How you doing, Garrett? I'm, I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Christian? I'm doing good. I just realized I had a pen in my hand, and I was already clicking it, so I'm going to yeah, set that that's... across the table. Gosh. I'm doing... I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm in the middle of finals week. I've got one more tomorrow morning, and then I'm officially graduated and done with formal education. So That's nice, uh, dude. Doesn't feel real, but here I yeah. am. I have a final. I don't know exactly when I'm going to. I'm going to take it sometime tonight, probably pretty early in the morning, honestly. <laughs> uh Dude, I got so much going on this week. Like, um, I have a Star Wars party tonight, which I'm very excited for because it's May 4th. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a test I got to take, and then tomorrow I'm flying to Florida. Yeah. For uh, just vacation, so that should be fun. You know, this is the first Fox family vacation I've ever heard of. Really? And, we took uh, one last year. We Where'd went to George together. Oh, yeah! I didn't tell you. Didn't tell me about that one. Oh, really? Which is fine. You don't have to tell me everything. I just, <laughs> I've just never heard of you going on vacation before, except the one time that I made you come to Puerto Rico, and all you did was read a book. So that was fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> for for our audience here, Michaela, my girlfriend, is sitting here. And uh, that's a new development as well, I think. It's been a while since we've recorded. I think you briefly mentioned her last episode. But, but. Yeah, she just looked at me like I was crazy when she found out I went to Puerto Rico and just read a book the whole time. I'll, um, Kylie and I can tell her all about it sometime. Yeah, I'm sure you Garrett will. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? You laugh at me, but that book has done me well, sir. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that is a development. So, and you've been, you've been, uh, yeah, you suddenly have so much stuff going on, going to parties and I know it's like, uh, Paula <laughs> was talking to me to the other day and he's like, I haven't seen you in a few days. Uh, it's like, you actually have a life now. I was like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Called her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, good. That's, that's some good stuff. Is this your last final you got to take tonight? Yeah. Nice. Then I, I think I need to leave tomorrow morning around like 8 to get where I need to go in time for my flight. Yeah. Nice. Well, good stuff. Good stuff going on. Um, yeah, I can probably pack too. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, take a good book. Yeah, well, I meant more like clothes, but <laughs> oh, yeah, those, I will do that, too. <laughs> maybe a swimsuit if you feel like oh, yeah, yeah, taking yeah. a break from your book. Maybe um, there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick update with my goals. We need to start doing this more consistently because I don't really remember what I said last, but uh, yeah. I mentioned a family fitness challenge that's been going on. Uh, and we oh, kind of yeah. raised we raised the stakes this week. It was like, if I don't get first place, this was the kind of the bet I made. If I don't get first place, then I I'm I I have to cut out like all snacks out of my diet, 
um, for a week, which isn't like a huge deal. But um, I, I'm trying to win now because of that. So I went on a six mile run yesterday, which was so much longer, so much further than I've run in a long time. And my ankle is just like destroyed. I can hardly walk today. <laughs> How long did it take you to do that? I did it in just under an hour, which was very hard, but I was, I was very happy with it. I'm doing a 10 K on the 31st. Uh, oh, yeah. This month. So nice. I need to start running for that. And I'm very afraid. <laughs> yeah. Well, ease into it. Uh, don't do what I did. Cause yeah, uh, that... I'm not going to be able to run for probably five days. So I'm probably going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and lose everything you just gained. <laughs> yeah. And lose the challenge. So there's that, but anyway, that's the only update I have. Uh, anything from your side? Uh, no, not really. I haven't been doing super hot on my goals of reading and gym going <laughs> and, uh, money spending on food. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? Time well, you, to buckle down again. Yeah. Time to buckle down. There's no time to start like the present, as they say. I don't know who said that, but they're crazy. What are you eating? I'm trying to mute it as I'm chewing, but I'm eating Pringles. Okay. <laughs> nice. Casual. <clears throat> All right. Well, in that case, we're ready to jump back in to the book we've been going through, which is The Man's Guide to Women by... John and Julie Gottman. Um, this the chapter this week was a really good one, and it was titled "Learn to Fight Like Girl," and it was basically about understanding women and conflict and how women see conflict differently than men. Um, and I learned a lot from it. What did you think, Garrett? I liked it. I thought it was very interesting that. Uh... Like I've had conversations with with you about this too, uh, just about conflict in general, and I did think it was interesting how differently they do see it than than us, or at least than me. Yeah, according to the book, obviously not all women are the same, but and not all men are either, right? Like. Yeah. But in general, it, it gets, again, kind of into the history of, of humans and why, why men and women see things differently. And it, going back to, you know, hunting and gathering stage of evolution, men, you know, were the hunters. They had to go fight and they also had to protect their families and their communities and, and you know, go to war, all that stuff. And because of that, it kind of mentions men still can't tell the difference between a real spear and an emotional spear. So men's response to conflict a lot of the time is kind of a fight or flight response, um, which is interesting and true in my case. I definitely think that that is, that's what I resort to. My heart rate goes up and it mentions a lot of different symptoms and side effects of that. It talks about how you're unable to, well, you get angry easy, you're more likely to get aggressive, whether that's passive aggressive or physically aggressive. Um, 
you lose your sense of humor, um, you stop listening, which are all bad things when you're trying to communicate and resolve conflict with a woman. Um, and then on the other hand, women were, you know, while men were out hunting, women were gathering or they were soothing, you know, babies or children and, and living in communities with other women and women and learning how to communicate. Um, and because of those differences, you know, those have evolved over time, but there's still some, some similarities to how men and women handle conflict today based on that, which, uh, was pretty enlightening. I thought. I thought so too. I thought it, it made me think of a lot of work experiences where I just get like frustrated and my heart rate spikes and then I get, get mad and one thing that they mention is when that happens, as it will inevitably in any sort of relationship, uh, they talk about the men that can calm themselves down and like take a breath or, or take a break, a, a break in a proper way, as they say it. Like if, if a woman is, is complaining to you and says you're not listening or and and something like that where you get offended by it uh you can't just like walk out of the room and take a break you have to how they explain it you have to properly look at them and be like look i'm not i can't listen to you right now like i'm not gonna run away from this though like we'll revisit it in half an hour when when the time is right and when i've calmed down a little bit and i don't know i i definitely find that true you make better decisions you say better things at least i do when i'm when i'm calm and not upset or mad or frustrated in in, in any way which and it's true it's it i think it's totally true i think guys when we get offended we're just like yo fight or flight Whereas I feel like, and maybe this is, is this true, Michaela? Do you feel like women, when, at least for yourself, do you feel like, like, how do you view conflict? I feel like we just push it away. You just push conflict away? Really? Like, like girls are more passive aggressive. Can, Can you hear Christian? Yeah. I mean, it's, she's pretty quiet, but. But I can't hear her. You feel like girls are passive aggressive? Most of the time. And we just kind of avoid conflict until it like bubbles up and then we usually lash out and then it's fine. Interesting. Do you? Well, I don't know. I don't think Kylie's like that at all. Do you? I don't think she's like that. No. (laughs) Uh, Kylie, and again, this is my experience, and I may I can't speak for the average woman, but Kylie is she communicates how she's feeling. She rarely pushes things away, and and she can be passive aggressive, but it's but it's doesn't last very long, and she almost always right after that communicates, you know, what's upsetting her or what she wants to talk about. Um, that's good. Yeah, which in the long run is I appreciate a lot. I do think uh, the they do John and Julie do talk about how women tend to hold grudges longer than men, which I found really funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get some more opinions on that. I think it's interesting, but from the man's point of view, you kind of mentioned the few tactics that they they mentioned to calm yourself down um, when you're in the situation. Uh, the first one is to breathe. The second one is to count to ten, and both of those have been proven to lower your heart rate and blood pressure and and calm you down. And then the other one is to take a break, as you said. And it's key in this one, when you take a break, you can't just go off and fume about whatever the, the conflict is about. You can't go off and think about your wife and think about how unreasonable she's being because that won't help you calm down at all. It even said, even if you're focused on your wife's positive traits during this you know, 20 or 30 minute break, you're, you still won't calm down, which I thought was really interesting. You need to just actually distract yourself, like read something or watch something or exercise. Um, but I, I liked what it said and what you said, Garrett, about using that tactic to make sure you don't say anything you'd regret. Um, because it's obviously hard for men and anybody who has this fight or flight response to conflict to think clearly and communicate clearly when they're in that state of mind. Yeah. I find it very interesting that I, I really liked that they tied in the evolution to that, to all of this. Yeah. Like if you understand the why behind anything, it's a lot easier to, to see what's coming and to, to help yourself out of those situations. And to, you know, take them in in a way that won't be hurtful to, to either party, hopefully. Yeah. Another I, part. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I'm trying to find the quote. Uh, so it talks about, he kind of brings up this idea of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which sounds... Very intense. Um, and this is another thing that I've heard him mention in in podcasts that I've heard of him and stuff. But these are kind of the four things that signal the end to a relationship. Um, and John and Julie Gottman, they have this thing called the Love Lab where they bring in couples and they just watch them interact. Or they ask them to tr try to resolve a conflict they have and watch how they interact and They've done this thousands of times and they can predict with really good accuracy what couples will break up or get divorced in the end. And the four signs of that happening are criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. And stonewalling is kind of what we're talking about here where men get emotionally flooded and they can't communicate and they get in that fight or flight um, state and then they can't calm themselves down. Um, and then another one that I think really relates to this is defensiveness. And that's definitely something that I struggle with. Um, when Kylie brings something up that, you know, is a point of contention or, or conflict, I definitely get defensive. Um, and I take what she's saying as criticism um, a lot, which is something that I, you know, I want to figure out how to do better and I need to try to use these tactics. But um Related to that, what I really liked near the end of the chapter, 
they talk about how women see conflict as just a way of getting closer to you. So she, she's bringing up conflict because she wants to feel closer to you or she wants to feel safer than she's feeling, or she wants to trust you more. Um, and if you try to focus on that and ask these three questions, they lay out, what do you need? What are you concerned about? What are you feeling? Um, like if I can learn to not be defensive and try to focus on those questions to understand her better, uh, it seems like I'll be much better off at dealing with conflict. So that's that was kind of my biggest takeaway of what I need to work on um, to, to deal with conflict better. Yeah, there was there was one thing that they that they mentioned that I thought was really interesting. Uh I can't find it right now, and I don't think I wrote it down. But it was that men and women actually feel anger from, from like studies and stuff that have been done. Men and women feel anger at the same like the same rate the same rate. They it it occurs often or just as much in men as it does in women. It's totally just how the difference is just how it's handled. And it, they actually talk about the, a few things that really <laughs> pisses women off. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to find those, but I can't find it. Do you remember what those were? Yeah, I think I underlined it. There were three of them. Let's yeah. see. I remember one was like feeling helpless. One was, okay, here we go. Yeah. The causes of women's anger could be rooted in one of major, one of three major categories: powerlessness, injustice, and the irresponsibility of other people. Yeah, I found found that really interesting and really like helpful, honestly, because obviously it's not the same for every woman, but those things also piss me off to a certain extent, you know. So like. It's, it's just good to have that in mind, you know, like my irresponsibility will definitely make her mad <laughs> if, yeah. if I go too far, you know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's good to definitely keep that kind of stuff in mind, like know what, what the person you're in a relationship with likes and what they don't like, what makes them mad and what makes them happy. And do the thing that makes them happy. Easier said than done. But oh, yeah, wise words. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty new to this relationship thing. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would have. And maybe I wish they would have put in the three categories, you know, why men feel anger. And I wonder how much they overlap there. I feel like... Let's just make our own stupidity. <laughs> yeah, I get... Yeah, there's one. <laughs> that's that's really... Uh... I mean, that's that's a little too broad, maybe. I would... Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a subsection of that, I feel like the thing that I get angry at the most is when people just act entitled or selfish. Oh, I hate that, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like driving on the freeway, people are just the worst. I hate when people I need to like, work on that too. Think they're really, really smart, and then 
I'm like, dude, a third grader could have figured that out. Like, come on, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, we, we need to make our own list. Irregardless. Oh my gosh, I hate that <laughs> so much. <laughs> One other thing it mentions is that, and it goes back to something we covered earlier in this book, was women really just want someone who's trustworthy and if you can calm yourself down in conflict enough to listen to them, understand what it's really about and what emotion they're really feeling that is, is leading to the conflict or, or, you know, what they're mad at you for. If you can learn to handle that and communicate well and, and you know, figure out solutions and meet those solutions, that's going to... One, it's going to make her trust you more, but it's also going to, you know, if there's a pattern of conflict and, and arguing and fighting in your relationship, it's going to reduce that pattern or slow down that pattern or however you want to put it. It's going to make those times of conflict more rare and less bad. Um, because one of men's main needs that we covered earlier was just less conflict. They want less conflict. Um yeah. And I, I, for me, like, I, I agree. That's definitely a need and a thing that I want. And the issue is there's just, there's going to be conflict in relationships. And, um, there's just, there is, you know, it's, and it's not, it's not unhealthy, but being able to deal with it and move forward and improve as a, as a couple or in a marriage, um, is huge. And the way you do that obviously dictates how your relationship turns out as the Gottman's put it. Yeah, I think so too. Well, yeah, I'm firm believer in everything you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm actually kind of out of stuff to say. I don't know about you. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I think we watered it down a lot because that chapter was, really good there's a lot of good stuff in there yeah but i think we i think we covered most of it so a quick short episode so you can prepare for your star wars party star wars you can do your chewbacca makeup and stuff oh i should have been chewy dang it who are you gonna be uh (laughs) (laughs) r2d2 how uh, Michaela painted a box for me. Nice. looks really good. I'll have to send you a picture. <laughs> I'm yeah, excited about it. I'd like to see that. <laughs> who, who is Michaela going to be? She's uh, Princess Leia from the Return of the Jedi. Okay. With the Ewoks. I feel like you don't have that many options, Michaela. How many? There are like two main women in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well. Two or three good one, good characters. I don't know. There's a lot more characters now that they've made spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, but like nobody really cares about. Well, Dude, I shouldn't say that. Have you, have you watched The Mandalorian? I still haven't. You I don't have. I it. don't have Disney Plus anymore. So now I can't. I should have. I'll give I had the you chance. the login to my mom's. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Larie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think we covered it. So, men learn how to learn how to fight like a girl. It'll help. Yeah. 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 All right. 
and that's what Garrett has to add. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Or yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time.